Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. There's no better motto for this episode than the best way to spend to spread Christmas cheer is by singing loud for all to hear. And I think the best motto based on Elf is Santa! Welcome to the Tournament Podcast. I'm Nia D'Amelio, he's Trent Dozier, and we are here with the long-awaited, much controversial results of our best Christmas song bracket yeah i would say actually um i don't know how you feel i feel like back-to-back weeks these were two of the best tournaments we had all i was gonna say season but this isn't a sports league which is what i was it only took us all year to figure out what you guys (laughs) care about um and it's late night hosts and christmas songs (laughs) well that's not true people have been passionate about other things these have just been um Two close tournaments with a bunch of upsets, a close final, which we're about to tell you all about. Um, and it's just been fun from the uh, uh, production side to see everything unfold. So fun. Let's get into it. Well, you're not as uh, stoked on this one because uh, you don't understand what the voters have been doing all week. <laughs> I love all Christmas music. <coughs> I would love to work with you, Daniel Plainview. Okay, let's get okay. into it. Let's get into it. There's one provision for this work, and it's the results theme song. Results. Okay, as always, we will start in the upper left-hand side of the bracket. The one seed, Last Christmas by Wham!, defeated the 32 seed Christmas Eve slash Sarajevo 1224 by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Wham! Advances with 58.9% of the vote. Are Way you... not enough. Yeah, are you? so you're surprised. Way surprised. As I said, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra transcends. Uh-huh. So they're good. But also, you know, wham is wham, baby. Yeah. And I learned... A lot about some of these Christmas songs this week, and one of the things I learned was that George Michael wrote Last Christmas in his bedroom when he was visiting his parents. Wow. The, the more you know. R.I.P. R.I.P. A great uh, <laughs> performer and musician. A great artist. We love you, George Michael. <clears throat> Next matchup, the 16th seeded. It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Defeats the 17th seed and one half of my predicted final, <laughs> Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Embarrassing. Andy Williams advances with 59.3% of the vote. Now, I will say, if you'll recall, 
on Monday's episode, I did say that I'm writing Bruce because it's what I think the attorneys would do. Mm -hmm. But to me, top song was It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Yes. So if it wins, which we know it doesn't because it didn't make it to the finals, but I would consider that a small victory for myself. Anyways, moving on. These next two matchups were not close. The nine-seeded White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Bing who? Bing Crosby, excuse me. Bing (laughs) Crumsy? The Bleach Boys? Uh, Number nine-seeded White Christmas by Bing Crosby defeated the 24-seeded Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Bing advances with 89.1% of the vote. Not a surprise, unfortunately. Like we said, bad draw for Run DMC. <clears throat> the eight seeded a Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives advanced past the twenty-five seed Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande, and this one, kind of to my surprise, was also not close. Burl Ives advances with seventy-eight point three percent of the vote. I thought Ariana might pull more than less than twenty-five percent of the vote. <laughs> That's my Ari. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on Love in the you, same Ari. region. Next round matchups, the one-seeded Last Christmas by Wham, upset by my spiritual pick, not my actual pick, but my spiritual pick, the 16-seeded It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Uh, Andy Williams advances with 53.8% of the vote, so it was close. It was close. And this is when I should have known that we were going to have a classic, sort of a Christmas standards final. Yeah. Because immediately... In this second round, we get the domination of the standards, which honestly makes me happy. Mm. I'm, I'm indifferent. I I'm song by song, you know. I'm mm-hmm. not married to a, a time unless it's 1970s rock and roll. All right, keep going. Uh, the eight seated a holly jolly Christmas by Burl Ives upset in seating only. I would say by the nine seated White Christmas by Bing Clobby. Bing Clobby advances with 57% of the vote, setting up the final matchup in the upper left-hand side of the bracket of the 9-seeded White Christmas versus the 16-seeded Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Nia's actual pick to win the uh, to win this region was Bing Crosby, and again, my spiritual pick, Andy Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nia would be correct, advancing to the final four. The 9-seeded White Christmas moves on with 62.3% of the vote. I know that I said on Monday that uh, White Christmas is the best-selling single of all time, and that is true. But I want to clarify what that means. <laughs> and I just wanted to come back and let everybody know I was right. That's right, I did it. Who do you think you are? I am. It's actually, if you care about like recording history, which I know you know one of you does, um, it's, it's the best-selling single of all time all time in terms of physical units sold oh interesting so like other songs uh, physical units of any variety um yeah i think so interesting uh but (coughs) but when you think about it it really can only be record because you wouldn't sell a single on a cassette tape or a cd i don't know i wasn't around back then Okay, so, uh, like, I think Mariah Carey has far outsold White Christmas, but but not by physical units. Mm, Just a fun fact for you all. That is a fun fact. And we'll ride that fun to the bottom <laughs> side of the left hand of the bracket. 
Opening round matchups were the four-seeded The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole, taking down the 29-seeded Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. No problem there for the king, the Nat King. The Nat King Cole advances with 75% of the vote, an even 75 a perfect three to one. Happy holiday. And goodbye. <laughs> Backstreet Boys would have put up a better five. See ya. Uh, the thirteen-seated Christmas time is here by the Vince Garaldi Trio. Uh, easily moved past the twenty-seated Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. Vince Garaldi and the two others advance with eighty-seven point eight percent of the vote. Not Let's close. Go. Let's go. As predicted by me. The 21-seated Peace on Earth slash Little Drummer Boy by the duo of David Bowie and Bling Cobby advance past the 12-seated Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. No, Band-Aid. 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 Bing and Bowie advance with 70.3% of the vote. I'm truly shocked. Uh, That it won? That it won by so much, I guess I just don't I'm telling get you. It. I'm telling you. The, uh, the combination... Of Bowie, Bing, and the name of both songs, hey, played a played a factor. That's what I think. Very quickly, I've meant to shout out this person for a very long time. She is a really big fan of this podcast. This Scarlett Johansson, we're happy you beat Disney. Erin <laughs> Catalinic. Oh I, yes, I know that you follow along. Huge attorney at pod. She's a huge attorney at pod. She's a huge David Bowie fan. Oh. And so, Aaron, I know that you said um, the waitresses all the way, but I also know for a fact that you voted mm-hmm. for David Bowie. And I literally, when I when I said I'm not the biggest fan of David Bowie on Monday, I literally thought of you and was like, please don't take it personally. And I don't mean it personally. I took it personally on behalf of you. I like him. I don't know the I don't know the catalog. Aaron, teach me. Final matchup in the opening round of the lower left-hand side of the bracket. Saw, as we predicted, the five-seed Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. Obliterate the 28-seeded Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Bye. Feliz Navidad advances with 87% of the vote. Bye-bye. Canada, see ya. (laughs) No songs from Canada, please. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. Had a tougher time in the second round, but did advance past the 13-seeded Christmas time is here by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. People love Vince. <laughs> not, not enough. But they love him a lot. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, Nat King Cole and the Christmas song advance with 58.2% of the vote. 58.2. And in the other matchup, uh, the five-seeded Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano advanced past the 21-seeded piece on Earth slash Little Drummer Boy by Bing Bobby and David Bobby. Uh, Feliz Navidad advances with 72.5% of the vote. Nice. Were you surprised by the domination? I mean, we both predicted Feliz Navidad would advance there. but Yeah, I think we both picked Feliz Navidad to win the region. <laughs> we so, did. No, I'm not surprised. <clears throat> well, in a pure... Two to one vote. Feliz Navidad, the five seed, falls to the king, the Nat King, the Nat King Cole, and the Christmas song. 66.7% of the vote sends Nat King Cole to the final four and wins him the region. And honestly, this was my fault. I under I underestimated this the Christmas song. And I think it's because it's such a staple mm-hmm. that I in my head I was like, well, it's not unique enough. Yeah. Like it's not like 
everybody loves it, but it's nobody's favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, obviously not. Or perhaps true, and that's a mark of the reason that it's the best. I don't know. It's the best baby. Moving on to the right side of the bracket. Brutal. The upper region. The two-seated All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey moved past the 31-seated You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch by Thurl Ravenscroft. <laughs> Mariah advances with 71.7% of the vote. The 18-seated Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms defeats the 15-seated Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. Jingle Bell Rock advances with 69.6% of the vote. Are you surprised this wasn't? I mean, I predicted Jingle Bell Rock would advance, but like, I didn't think it would be a, a blowout like it was, and it and it was. It's disappointing to me <laughs> that it was a blowout. Obviously, like I said on Monday, Blue Christmas by Elvis it means a lot to me personally. Um, not to um, not to go on too big of a tangent. Do you do you think Elvis has aged? His music has aged worse than like yes the other yes. So, like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and yes. the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and I think, like, it's so interesting because I would say, like, a lot of those guys from the 50s have not aged as well. Uh-huh. But, like, I think Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was exactly what I was thinking. I think Buddy Holly. As, as someone who has aged well, yeah. Gets plenty of play. Um, so, yeah, it is weird. I don't think that Elvis has aged well hmm. in like and i don't know why and not not like his music is um bad or anything it's just more like it's not like as I'm trying to find the right words like culturally as relevant or the staying power isn't there i think and in his music this is strictly a hypothesis that's what i want strictly a hypothesis <laughs> Elvis is a country boy, mm. and so all of his rock music is a little bit like country rock. Mm-hmm. Even like, I mean, the way he sings, sure, especially like Blue Christmas, he comes in and goes, ho, ho, ho. Mm. I mean, that's like, that's very like country western, mm. and I feel like country western, not not country, but like country western, like Patsy Cline, it like hasn't is very much like its own genre Mm -hmm. um that hasn't like evolved uh in the same way that like something like rock has Mm. like i think chuck berry's like rock and roll yeah but elvis is a little bit country Hmm. chuck berry's a little bit rock and roll donnie and marie let's go well if you've got thoughts on this topic specifically send us an email at the tournament podcast at gmail.com or if you're Matt Rorty, just text us in the middle of the day, probably whenever well, you listen to this. And Horners, I know you got thoughts, so <laughs> yeah. feel free. <clears throat> Moving on. The 10 seated Christmas Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. As predicted, but in a much tighter race, I would think. Yeah! Defeated, this is the closest race of the opening round, I think. Defeated the 23-seated Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Thanks, guys. Darlene Love advances <laughs> with 54.9% of the vote. Brian would want it this way. Yeah, so it's, it's, as you said on Monday. It's In fact, I know that I said that he loved the Phil Spector Christmas album, and then this week I read that he has gone on record and said that it is his favorite album of all time. So, yeah, he would be happy. And finally... 
the 26th seeded this Christmas by Donnie Hathaway, as we predicted, upset the 7th seed, Happy Xmas, War is Over, by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Uh, Donnie Hathaway advances with 56.7% of the vote, so it was It was close. close. Yeah. Guys, that John Lennon song is not good. I'm sorry. Do you think, um, maybe this is more just ignorance on my part, do you think more people would have voted for um, Happy Exodus War is Over if um, it was titled differently and was like, uh, I didn't know until I listened to it, I did not know it was a song that was like, so this is Christmas. And I was like, oh, that's big time. But the chorus is war is over. Right. But if you're me, the chorus is. I'm very bad at hearing lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I think it has the same problem as Christmas rapping. Because, like, I was like, what is that song? And then the second I turned it on, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I think it does have a similar title problem. But I think people know it. And uh, it's it's just, like, not that good. Yeah. Okay, well, I would disagree with that. But also, its biggest problem was that it went up against This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Yeah, which rocks. Which rocks. Okay, moving on. Mariah Carey, No Problem with Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You advances with 74.4% of the vote. And another tight one for both of these songs. The 10-seeded Christmas, Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. And the 26-seeded This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Darlene Love squeaked it out, moving on with 53.9% of the vote. What a diva. I love it. I really wanted This Christmas to win that. I know. I think This Christmas is might be a better song. This Christmas. But you can't underestimate the power of Miss Love. That's the power of love. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's who he wrote that song about. No, that's the power of Huey Lewis on the news. <laughs> Uh, the matchup to get into the final four to win the upper right hand of the brackets region the two-seated all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey versus the 10-seated christmas baby please come home by darling love every time i read it i want to say christmas baby please come home (laughs) where'd that christmas baby go we got to get that christmas baby back here in his name jesus christ jesus christ anyways mariah carey to the surprise of not the two of us uh, so I guess probably the surprise of no one, honestly. Diva versus Diva. <laughs> Mariah Carey advances to the Final Four, wins the region with 60.3% of the vote. So it was respectable. A Mar- respectable showing. I'll be honest, Mariah didn't do as well the entire time. And I said to you, <laughs> even though I predicted she would be in the finals, I said to you, I don't believe in my prediction. I think she will lose at some point in the bracket. So happy for you, Trent. <laughs> I'm. Uh, you're happy for me, but not as happy as I am for myself. <laughs> okay, the final region, the uh, lower right half of the bracket, the three seated, rocking around the Christmas tree by Brenda Lee, dominated. Nice. The thirty seated, the Chipmunk song by Alvin and the Chipmunks. Brenda Lee advances with eighty point four percent of the vote. Hey, can I talk about uh, that Home Alone thing that I noticed yesterday? Sure. So yesterday I was watching Home Alone, and I noticed during... A great Christmas film. During the Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree scene mm-hmm. um, that we talked about on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin is trying to make it seem like he's having a party in his house, and I just want to 
if you've seen the movie, who, there are, so there's a big cutout of Michael Jordan on a train. Natural. That's not a train, a cutout of Michael Jordan in a Chicago home. These are natural. This makes sense. Mm -hmm. This makes sense. Mm -hmm. Three faceless mannequins dressed up in uniforms from the 1940s. Mm -hmm. Who, where were those? In the McAllister house. You know, I believe it's uh, never stated in the movie what Daddy McAllister's job is, but there's a theory online that he was... Buffalo Bill. No, no, no. In the mob or something. Oh. He had like... there. You know, it's not real, but it's like some Reddit theory of like the McAllister dad is actually a, a crime boss or something. Whoa. That's why they live in that huge house. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um... Talking about Home Alone made me think of that. I still don't know why they would have three mannequins in their house, though. <clears throat> I know the 90s Trent, were a different That explanation time. was what the French call laissez compétent, okay? <laughs> the French dispatch? <laughs> Moving on. The 14-seeded Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland defeated the 19 seasons, the 19-seeded Run Rudolph Run by the aforementioned Chuck Berry. Uh, it was a near two to one, but just shy of that. Mm -hmm. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Advances with sixty six point three percent of the vote. R.I.P. to the king of rock and roll. R.I.P. to the king. <clears throat> the eleven seated Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt dominated the twenty two seated Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. Eartha Kitt advances with eighty two point six percent of the vote. Mm -hmm. Not a surprise there. Mm -hmm. And the six seated Wonderful Christmas Time. By Sir Paul McCartney. Defeated the 27-seeded Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. Sir Paul advances with 67.4% of the uh, vote. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Congrats to you and congrats to Paul. Thank you. Wave, yay, me and Paul. <laughs> uh, the number three-seeded Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Upset by the 14-seeded Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. Judy advances with 61.3% of the vote. And I gotta be honest. Okay, so Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is from a musical called Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. Which Judy Garland starred in the movie version of she, the musical. How'd she get to St. Louis? Tornado? <laughs> uh, LOL. Okay, truly LOL. However, however, Meet Me in St. Louis begins with the song Clang, Clang, Clang Goes the Trolley. That's how she got to St. Louis. On the trolley. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, okay, anyway, so I... I, I thought there just... was going to be a tornado for real based on how you reacted to that. <laughs> I did watch The Wizard of Oz today. I've been watching a lot of movies lately. Um, anyway, I I think so many people... This is another one of those st Christmas standards that a bunch of people sing. Uh -huh. And so I was like, people aren't going to... Who's seen Meet Me in St. Louis? You know, I just was like, I don't think her version is like... I, or at least I didn't think that her version was the definitive one, but I, I, I gathered through the week that I am incorrect. That it is the definitive one? Several people were like, Judy has to win. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. And that, that's on me, I'm saying. Sure. That's my fault for not knowing. I mean, I, there's a part of me that thought the uh, song itself, you know, was carrying it through. Yeah. Because some of these are just like, I think it's more like, who cares who's singing it? It's a good song. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, if you got people saying Judy. I had people saying Judy. There you go. 
Uh, and in the other matchup, the six-seeded Wonderful Christmas Time I by Paul McCartney. You guys. Did defeat I can't believe it. Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt. Guys, you are foul for this. Listen, I love this song. If I didn't make that clear on Monday, I'm making it clear now. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Selfish me is thrilled that he made it this far, but this is objectively incorrect. (laughs) This is is wrong. Paul advances with (laughs) 57.5% of the vote. So it was close. The mood is right. The spirit is up. (laughs) Uh, And trying to fill the final slot in the final four. Mm Mm-hmm. The six-seated Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. The 14-seated Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. This time it was a true two-to-one victory for Princess Judy. Mm-hmm. 66.7% of the vote sends Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas into the final four. Crazy. The choir of children sing their song. They've practiced all year long, but it wasn't good enough. <clears throat> so the final four gives us the four-seated The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. Which I think neither of us had. Versus the nine-seated White Christmas by Bing Crosby, which Nia did have. I did. And the two-seated All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, which both of us did predict. Mm -hmm. Versus the 14-seated Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland, which, as we stated, neither of us picked. Mm -hmm. So you've still got some horses in the race. I do. What was your overall winner? Oh, Mariah was Mm -hmm. your winner. Mm -hmm. I congratulated her on Monday. (laughs) Well, she lost. Embarrassing. She actually uh, got, lost the most. Got freaking kicked in the face by Judy Garland here in the uh, first Final Four matchup, the right side of the bracket Final Four matchup. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Advances with sixty one point five percent of the vote. Bye bye, Mariah. I know. I told you she would lose. Honestly, like I'm kind of scared of her. <clears throat> so like, I hope she never hears this. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> She'll sue us for not winning. The other Final Four matchup on the left side of the bracket. Was extremely close. You guys. One single vote. Ah! Separated. Winner from loser. The four-seated. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole had the votes in its favor. Taking down the nine-seated White Christmas by Bing Crosby. 50.6% of the vote goes to Nat King Cole. (sighs) Irving Berlin is rolling in his grave. (laughs) What? rolling in his grave guys i don't know if you know this but white christmas is the best-selling single of all time and i'm sorry to nat king cole but what the heck actually i want to do i do want to say i'm full of fun facts today (laughs) if that's if that's okay with trent please um i learned something about the christmas song because when it made it to the finals i was like huh so I needed to know more. Um, and what I learned was that the two guys who wrote it, oh, one of them's famous. can't remember who it, who it is. Duke Ellington. No, but someone famous like that. Um, the lyricist was, it was a hot, hot time in July in L.A. And the lyricist had just written down on a sheet of notebook paper Chestnuts roasting, Jack Frost nipping, folks dressed up like Eskimos, and then another like kind of half line. Mm. And the famous, the one who's famous, came in and was like, is this a song? And the lyricist was like, no, it's so hot. I was trying to 
kind of like mentally teleport myself to winter. <laughs> and so the famous guy was like, no, this is a song. And the lyricist was like, I'm really just hot. And so like, it, it's like a miracle that it ended up being a song. Miracle on 34th Street, perhaps? Maybe. <clears throat> well, here we are. We've reached the end, the finals. The four seated, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, as we've discussed, versus the 14 seated, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. A final that neither of us predicted. Nope, we were so wrong. And you know what? I'm glad we were because this was also close. <laughs> In the end, four votes separated winner from loser. Would the winner be Judy Garland stomping her way through the tournament? <laughs> or would it be Nat King Cole coming off of a tight victory over Bling Cobby? <laughs> Here we go. When the tournament podcast asked you, the listenership, the viewership, the votership, the fellowship, the friendship, the attorneys at Pop, which Christmas song is the best Christmas song? You told us that with 52.5% of the vote, the best Christmas song is, throw it on the radio right now, ladies and gents, it's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by one Judy Garland. Insane. This is a, this is a wild ending. This is a wild <coughs> ending. By the way, um, the famous guy who wrote the Christmas song is Mel Torme. Mel Torme. Oh, of course, Mel Torme. I know. He was, you don't know who he Mel was. Uh, he he played with a tiny boot squig shorter, okay. right? <laughs> Very famous jazz vocalist. Uh, anyway, Judy Garland. He wore a Stanzo hat all the time. Something else that I learned through this um, time, when people were saying like Judy is the way mm-hmm. and the light, is um, <laughs> that <laughs> Emma Scarepa, who I also went to college with, uh-huh. uh, asked if this was if this whatever version we were voting on, mm-hmm. if it was the version that's, that ended with the line, we'll have to muddle through somehow mm-hmm. or hang a shining star upon the highest bow. Mm-hmm. And I never realized that there were basically two different lyrical versions. Uh-huh. Because Judy Garland's version is, as I said before, situated in a story. It's right. in a musical. It's part of a larger context. Right. And so her version is muddle through somehow. And I actually think that as shocked as I am that this song even made it like out of the first round, <laughs> not that I think it's bad. It's a wonderful song. I just, I, I don't know. My mind wasn't where your minds were. Um, I really think that this version of this song is apt to our time right now. Like until Christmas, we'll have to muddle through somehow. Yeah. There's like a certain amount of melancholy <clears throat> to this version of this song that um, I don't know. Certainly I felt during 2021. So I think this is like the perfect victor for a 2021 What's the Best Christmas song because it's it's like very real. It's like about the hardships of life yeah. and that Christmas is the one thing we have to look forward to. <laughs> so as you said earlier, this yes. was a this was a tournament where the old standards dominated. Yes, which it may, which again makes me happy. Uh, do you think it? The first three matchups for Judy Garland were all against legitimate rock and roll songs. Yeah. Run Rudolph, run, rocking around the Christmas tree, wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. Do you think that helped? 
because <clears throat> rock and roll people were not voting in favor of rock and roll another, this time around. Another fun fact, Run Rudolph Run and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, written by the same guy. What? I think that, I think, I knew that Paul wasn't going to make it because I know that people don't like Wonderful Christmas Time. Run Rudolph Run, I'm not surprised she beat either. But I am legitimately shocked that she made it past Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah, I mean, that was your prediction, was Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree would win. It's the third seed. It's It, I think, is a staple of the season even more than... Like, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, other people have done it, but Brenda Lee's is the definitive version. There's no... There's no question about that. Mm. So it comes back to like my idiocy, like not understanding that Judy Garland, this version is the definitive version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I think if I understood that, I'd be less surprised. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, now you understand it. Now I get it. I'm sorry, Judy. She does justice for Judy. She deserved better. Judge Judy. Justice for Judge Judy. What if we found out that Judge Judy was actually <clears throat> Judy Garland, or like who reinvented herself? She's not. I'm just saying. Yeah, you can't see this, but I was a slack jawed <laughs> reaction. That would be crazy if that was true. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, Buster. You know, it'd be crazier if uh, if uh, Judge Judy was uh, Avril Lavigne. And then the fake Avril Lavigne was living Avril Lavigne's life. And then Avril Lavigne just retired into Judge Judy Mint. Why Avril Lavigne? You don't know about that famous conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne died like 15 years ago and the person out there is not actually Avril Lavigne? No, like Paul McCartney. What? Like Paul McCartney. He died in 1966. No, I watched... I watched Get Back. <laughs> well, I watched I watched Avril Lavigne uh, plod through Lyme's disease. So <laughs> that's what they said. I think they they say the Lyme's disease got. I don't know. That's another fun one. Go go look that up. I just I haven't looked into that in a while, but I remember Lyme's disease is not a joke, by the way. Very serious. yeah. Oh yeah, and very she, serious illness. And she she had almost it. died from yeah. it. Yeah, or did she? Some would say she did. <laughs> All right. Well, any um, clothing? Clothing. Oh my God, I'm out of control here. Any final thoughts from you? Closing thoughts I'm, on I, the tournament? If I learned one thing from a lot of you, it's that like you don't really care for Christmas songs, and really, I I felt the opposite. I felt like people loved Christmas songs. I also feel like I got a lot of feedback that was like, "Are any of them really that good?" And it's like that's very funny. That's what I would say. <laughs> I love Christmas music, and I I love it because, like, you know, it's that time of year when the world falls in love. The Carpenter's a huge omission from this. They were on no lists, which is ridiculous. Um, but I, I, I just really love Christmas music, and uh, truly, like, I'd say, like, two-thirds of these songs, if they won, I would have been, like, heck yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all winners. You can't go. You. It's really hard to mess up Christmas. Well, I'll say this: if every song's a winner, then that means every song's a loser. If you ain't first, you're, you're last. last. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's that time of the episode where we talk about what's going on next. And y'all are not ready. <laughs> yes. Uh, for those who have been 
with us from the beginning. We started this in April. We, I mean, the idea came when we were living in Chicago, and then we moved in with Nia's parents, and then we moved in with my parents, and then we moved here to Burbank. And through it all, <clears throat> the tournament podcast was a big part of that, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so since April, we have done, as of now, including this uh, uh, this very episode that you're listening to now, 72 episodes. Yeah, crazy. We have done two a week, two episodes <laughs> a week since the inception of the podcast. No breaks. <clears throat> yes, no breaks. <laughs> uh, so we're here to announce that uh, a Christmas gift to ourselves is that we will be taking a Christmas hiatus. Yay! Oh. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> a holiday break. Yeah, we... Um, I know you guys have loved it, and and we've loved it, too. We just need to figure out... Uh, yeah. We just need to take a break. We love, <laughs> you know, as evidenced by this podcast, of course, is... Uh, we love many things, but most of all is we love to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. We love to, um, discuss many different avenues of pop culture, you know, movies, TV, celebrities themselves, music, uh, you know, everything, everything that we've, uh, put into a tournament over the last year, we, I feel like have been passionate about in some shape or form. I agree. <clears throat> Even and, some stuff that we've done where I'm like, man, I'm not going to have anything to say. I show up and I'm like, hey. Yeah. I'm fighting. Yeah. Or we have Michael on and he fights for us. <sighs> My brother sucks. <laughs> oh, shout out to Michael who's not listening as always. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we're going to take a break. I think we're planning to come back maybe sometime in February. Yeah. We, we honestly haven't talked about it. Yeah. We've, we're just trying to get to this point, quite frankly. Um, now, I will say, this is not the final tournament of the year. Yeah. We have a big send-off. A huge send-off. We have a huge send-off. <laughs> uh, and I got to give credit where credit's due. This was Trent's idea, and it's such a good one. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're I, I am proud of it. I am proud of it. I'm excited to do it. Uh Excluding the four mini tourneys that we did uh, since April, over the past, what is this, nine months, mm -hmm. we have done 32 tournaments. <laughs> and you know what the perfect number is for a tournament? It's 32. I can hear Matt Rorty laughing. <laughs> I can hear him laughing. Uh, so next week's tournament, the final tournament for the uh, 2021 year, well, I, maybe I can call it a season. The final tournament for this season yeah. of the Tournament Podcast yeah. next week will be the Tournament Podcast Tournament of Champions. That's right. All 32 <laughs> previous winners from the past year, including Bowtie Pasta, will be put into a 32-seed tournament to be voted on by, as always, you, the attorneys at Pod, all week. And then, uh, So we'll be back Monday to reveal the bracket. And then, of course, Saturday, because it's a 32-seater, will be when we do our final episode of the year and yep. reveal the winner and, um, you know, sail off into the night. You're going to tell us if... Uh... Paul McCartney or cookie dough ice cream is better. Yeah. I, I have no clue what the matchups are going to be. Trent's been keeping a 
meticulous record of stats. This will actually be... We'll explain it on Monday. This will be our most, like, reliable stats <laughs> sheet uh, we've ever looked at. Yeah. Oh, speaking of stats, I did Except want... for your challenge <clears throat> stats. I did want to mention... Sheet. Yes, thank you. Shout mm-hmm. out to the challenge stats spreadsheet. Um, Judy Garland was the 14 seed. Yeah. That is the highest seeded winner we have had tying it with a previous 14 seed winner do you know what it was nia oh my god um oh it's on the tip of my tongue <clears throat> say it it was a 16 seeder i think say it i don't know do it is it that it's star wars episode 8 <laughs> the last jedi was also the 14 seed in our best star wars tournament wow yeah so that's fun that your uh, stat statement reminded me that I was going to say that and I forgot about it. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, check back in on Monday. I'm sure it's going to be an absolutely wild tournament because, as Nia alluded to, the matchups aren't going to make any sense. This will truly no. be what does best mean to you more than ever before. Because as Nia said, how could you choose between Chris chocolate chip Evans cookie and dough and Paul McCartney? Chris Evans <laughs> in the 1970s. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's going to win? It's going to be so chaotic, which is so our brand. And, like, everybody who's always like, why did you see things like this? You won't even be able to ask that question because we already know it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And also... It's about fun, y'all. Get it through your heads. And also, um, you know, we're going to explain, as always, how we seeded everything. But I do know for a fact that this did not affect who the number one seed is. And I do mean who. And I can tell you right now, a little teaser. And this is going to mean nothing to pretty much everybody unless we retained uh, listeners from this specific episode. The number one seed is going to be Chris Tamborello. CT! No! CT's a monster, baby! Oh my god. As and if you don't be, know what that means, then about, that means you're not watching MTV's The Challenge. He's about to win Challenge 37, baby. Let's go. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, that's it. Actually, uh, one final thing I will say. Uh, if you like me and are in the general LA area, next Wednesday, December 15th, I am doing a show. It's called Ten Impeller Present Who Are You? You can go to my Instagram for the ticket link trent underscore dozier um or go to mr cam on instagram the ticket links are there um it will be improv and stand up and some sketch and it'll be outside in la and at cam's house so it's gonna be fun i think uh so if you're around you know i would love to see you and if you're not sorry sorry and if you are around and you don't come don't tell me you're around. Okay? Great. <laughs> okay. Um, well, oh, go ahead, please. I was just, I was going to sign us off. Yeah, go uh, the thetridentnetwork.com for all information on other Trident Network stuff and to get merch for the holiday season for our show or another show or Trident in general. I'm done. Excited for next week. Thank you all so, so much for joining us on this jolly, holly jolly journey mm. called Tourney. And remember... May May the the thing with the the most votes win.
Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our final bracket of the season, our final bracket of the year, the Tournament Podcast's Tournament of Champions.